I said you're smiling there. That 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 was fun. I mean, the Vikings uh, with our good friend Bob Hagan, they are very clever about finding ways to get people involved. Of course, yeah. Bud Grant uh, did one, and then you got to do one. I mean, good good for them. How how far ahead of time did you know you were going to do that? He called the night before. Okay. Hey, Sid. Let me do something. I get a chance to see the, that uh, what is that room there? The war room. Oh, isn't that something? What a setup! All those screens, yeah. Sid, I had a I had a question from a caller this week, and I, if they're listening, I hope they get this. He's from Fergus Falls, and he wants to know if Bud Grant is going to have his garage sale again this spring because no one has heard that he is. Have we seen the final garage sale, or is there a chance he'll have one this spring? I don't know if he's going to have any more. He sold everything, huh? Has he sold everything? Is Bud Grant going to have a garage sale? Yeah, that's the question that I got from a listener. I don't know. I have to ask him. Okay. Well, let us know, okay? I think he'll have another one. You do? Yeah. <laughs> you think Bud Grant likes those garage sales? Absolutely he does. All right, here's another text message. Uh, Sid, do you give the Vikings an A or an A-plus on the draft? <laughs> I, uh, I think they're, uh, that was written with a little bit of a smile. <laughs> what do you think about the draft? they got a lot of players. Well, if it, the big thing is to have money to sign all the players. Uh, I don't like that rumor about uh, Rudolph. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a big source of money. Rudolph, very popular guy, still a productive player at tight end, but they use their second pick to take a tight end. The networks yesterday were on that rumor saying that, uh, you know, people looking at this – at the Vikings situation with money, having the money to sign the draft choices, they need to find a fairly substantial pot of money. One of the first places, Mike, that you might look is uh, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, it's, it's an easy math decision, but, boy, I tell you, when you've got a, what's going to be a young offensive line, you'd sure like to have a veteran tight end or somebody there that can help hold it together. I would think you could play he and Smith. Uh, they could complement each other quite a bit based on what you see. You could play them together. You could do some different things. Yeah, if you want blocking, Morgan is an excellent blocker, probably not the downfield threat that right. a lot of teams are looking for out of their tight end these days. But yeah, uh, it looks, sure. looks hey, like spe- uh, Speaking of offensive linemen, I, I think we've got one on the line right now by the name of Garrett Bradbury. Welcome to the Minnesota Vikings, Garrett. First-round pick. Thank you so much. How much? You sound like Gary Kubiak had done a lot of research on you and uh, and, and was uh, uh, lobbying on your behalf. Uh, did you get to meet the Vikings a lot? Does that uh, do you know Kubiak at all? Uh, no, of him, didn't get to meet him. Uh, he was in my meeting at the with the formal in, in Indianapolis, but um, got to meet a lot of the coaches yesterday. Or yesterday on my visit, uh, which was awesome. Uh, actually, two days ago, two days ago, so I flew out Friday. Um, had an unbelievable time. Saw the saw the beautiful facilities. Uh, it was just it was an awesome day. You weren't a uh, offensive lineman uh, all your career, right? Uh, actually, so came in as a tight end at a high school, uh, and then spent about nine months on the defensive line, and then finally found a home at O line. So I spent uh, kind of two seasons at guard, and then two seasons at center. You talked a lot about that experience with the defensive line the other day because they all got drafted. Not so much in the technique that you learned, but what you learned from them. What was that? Just, I mean, it's just a, a sense of urgency, a work ethic. Um, uh, they just, they worked so hard, and they were such a great group of guys. Obviously, their hard work paid off for them. Um, just from their habits off the field, on the field, practice habits. Those guys are awesome. I mean, those guys are my brothers, and uh, I'm excited to play against them in the NFL now. Talk about your baseball career. 
you ever think of uh, passing up football and uh, concentrating in baseball? Yeah, so I mean, growing up, I, I kind of thought baseball was was going to be my it was my passion. I thought it was going to be my dream, and uh, but then in seventh grade, I started playing football, and right away, I was like, you know, I sorry baseball. I mean, football is my sport. I, I fell in love with it immediately. Uh, continued to play baseball though, but around sophomore year, I was like, yep, definitely football. Football is going to be my my ticket. Um, this is my sport, and just took it and ran with it. Uh, but obviously, still love baseball, just just not quite as much as football. Garrett, talk about your conversations with the Vikings in regard to what position you're going to play. Obviously, uh, featured as a center, you've got experience most recently. Add that. Is there also been discussion of guard? Uh, haven't actually talked about that at all. I'm just, I mean, they drafted me as an offensive lineman. I'm coming in as an offensive lineman. So, uh, coming to help them out wherever they need me to. I mean, that's that's kind of how I've been my whole career. Wherever wherever the team needs me to play, that's that's where I'll play. Um, no preference, just excited to get to work. Uh, I mean, in the NFL, you don't carry that many linemen, so you, you play more than one position. So, definitely going to practice uh, at all three interior position spots uh, and just find where the team needs me, find where the fit is best, and just help them win some games. Do you have any any indication that a year ago the Viking scouts were looking at you for future picks? Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, I mean, a year ago, I was really just trying to be where my feet were and just focus on my senior season. But uh, to hear now that they were looking at me even then, that's, that's just awesome. I mean, it's a testament to um, our offensive line at NC State. Uh, I think when you play good and you put up good numbers and you win games, you get more attention. And so that's that's a testament to the coaches, our running backs, our quarterback, uh, a lot of people. So that was that's awesome to hear now. You brought your father with you for the press conference, and obviously you guys have quite a connection. What did that mean to you to take that flight with him and probably all that you guys have been through? I mean, it was everything. Uh, I talked to the Vikings the night of draft night, and they're like, hey, some guys come by themselves. You can bring one person if you want to. Um and kind of a no-brainer. Obviously, love my love my mom to death, but uh, wanted to bring my dad. He he played football, and um, my parents have been with me every step of the way. And uh, it was as much their day as it was my day, just because they've they've done so much for me, um, provided everything I could ever want, um, turned me into the man I am today. I mean, my dad, his two biggest things were just be humble and be hardworking, and um, those two things have have treated me well. And I've just tried to take that with me and um, do it every day. So. Do you have any? Uh, uh, do you care whether you play center or offensive guard? Well, I guess we asked you that. How about uh, some of the top uh, defensive guys you face? I guess uh, you went against uh, the great guys in Clemson. Uh, how'd you do against them? Yeah, um, it wasn't the result we wanted. Uh, obviously, we we didn't beat Clemson in my five years, which is. Um, a tough pill to swallow, but they have some some good defensive linemen. Obviously, all all four of them were drafted, um, just like all four of our guys from NC State were drafted. And so I think I think the real battles. I appreciate the battles in practice, um, just because I mean they're constant, never ending. You really get to learn tendencies of the guys, and obviously Clemson got to, I got to play against those guys for three years, so it was fun to go against, um, see the same faces year in and year out. You get to watch the film from the previous year and. Um, I mean, we played in the ACC, so I think you couldn't take any week lightly. Uh, every week you were you were ready to take it to a defensive line, and that was kind of our attitude as an O-line. Um, we embraced that, uh, and I think because of that, we ran the ball and protected the quarterback really well. So, 
Garrett, as some of you stay at center, your your new next best friend uh, is going to be the quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Have you had a chance to talk to him yet, or do you any history of seeing him play since you come from kind of the same part of the country when he spent all that time in Washington? Yeah, obviously know how great of a quarterback he is, um, and I've only heard better things. And he actually reached out to me on draft night, which was pretty awesome. Um, sent me a really nice text, welcoming me to the team, telling me about how much I'm going to love Minnesota. Um, so I just, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a unique relationship, and we got to be on the same page. Uh, if I am at center or at guard, regardless, I think the quarterback and the offensive line have a good relationship always. So excited to get to work. Um, from everything I hear and see, he's a great leader. So I'm um, looking forward to learning from him and just meeting the rest of the guys on the team. What happens between now and August uh, training camp? I know you're here for mini camps and OTAs. What Are you here for most of the time, or what? what's the schedule look like? You know, I couldn't tell you. I'm. I mean, these last <laughs> you're waiting to hear 70, yourself, huh? Yeah, these last 72 hours have been crazy. I'm kind of the, the story of these past four months is just take it one day, one week at a time. Um, and so I'm heading back up to Minnesota Thursday for rookie mini camp. So that's that's where my attention's at right now. I mean, I'll figure out the rest as we go. But um, rookie mini camp, learn the playbook is uh, where, where I'm at right now, mentally. So your father was an outstanding football player. Do you inherit anything from him? Yeah, so he was a tight end in college, played at uh, Montana State in eastern Washington, and so kind of thought I was going to follow in his footsteps and play tight end, but that obviously didn't happen. And just um, his his biggest thing was just from a work ethic standpoint and whether it's off the field or on the field, always finishing blocks. He just he appreciates that a lot. And so, I mean, he, he tries to not be the coach and more, be more the father, which I appreciate. And so he's just – He's just more proud of me and um, excited for me. So, hey, hey, Garrett, what a pleasure yeah. to have you on the air. The number one draft choice. Uh, everything good. We've heard about you, and uh, we'll be seeing a lot of you at the Viking Complex. Thank you. Absolutely, it was great meeting you a few days ago. Appreciate y'all having me. All right, that's good. Bradbury, we'll be back. We've got Scott Studwell coming up. We've got Rick Dennison. May have a chance to get you involved via phone calls. That would happen uh, probably around a quarter to 12. Stick around. Join us. Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. We are back. One of the uh, fun uh, pieces of conversation we had with Rick Spielman was we asked him about the contributions that Scott Studwell had made in the partnership that they formed over the years. He had some very nice things to say. We are fortunate that uh, we can uh, get in touch with them. Scott Studwell. Uh, Scott Studwell joins us right now. Scott, uh, it sounded like uh, the, the deal's not over. Spielman said he's looking for some po- potential uh, yard work there where he might be looking for some help. <laughs> That's your neighbors. <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of a uh, I, I'm a I'm a hands-on guy, so I'd, I'd be more than happy to go over and cut Rick's grass. You know, I ran into you at the health club as I frequently do. Maybe will more now. We were talking before I knew that you'd made this decision, etc. But we were just talking about Rick and, and how much uh, you admired him. That was before you made the official announcement that he probably knew about and you knew about. But but this really was a pretty neat partnership the way it came together with you two and how much you enjoy each other. And I, I would suggest that probably you both share a sense of humor that helps through the tough times. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, there's uh, there's just kind of a common thread that, that we have. And, and it's I think it was the way we were raised and, and the, the kind of work, work ethic that I think uh, we both have and, and – uh, you know, I just have a, a lot of respect and admiration for Rick. I know how hard he works, and and you know, and, and it's just 
and he's a good friend, you know, and he's a good person and he's, you know, his, his family's amazing. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm proud to call him a, a good friend. Scott, you know, one thing that, that I always thought was you were a leader in when you, when you got off the playing field very, very quickly, you lost a significant amount of weight and got down to what would look like a really healthy weight. You're seeing that a lot more in athletes now, but I mean, you were almost a pioneer in saying, look, I probably needed to get up here to play, but that's probably not a very healthy lifestyle going forward. <laughs> yeah. Now I need to lose some weight again. So it, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's something that you have to do to maintain, uh, the physicality and, and the strength and, and, you know, all of the above, but, you know, it's just, I, it's, it's, it's something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy uh, the physical aspect of it. I enjoy, you know, the the mental release you get from it, and it's something that I'm going to do and, until I can't do it. So it's it's um, you know it's just it's it's in my blood, and it always will be. And you know, and and I'm fortunate for that. So. You know, along those lines, Keith Nord was one of your good friends, and you talked the other day, shared that story about what helped uh, make this decision final for you. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was he was such a, a vibrant, um, outgoing, outdoorsman. You know, I mean, he just he was always going, always moving, and so it's just you know, it's something that that you you know you reflect back on. And, you know, he didn't deserve that. And, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's life and you have to move on. And, and um, I, I'm just hoping that his family's okay. You and Jerry Rakow, uh, he was been a scout. He still is with the Vikings. How long were you associated? With Jerry? Oh, shoot. I, well, I mean, we've, we've been, 42 years, <laughs> 42 years. We've been, you know, together. Uh, and then we got joined at the hip when I, I, I came up in the scouting world and, you know, he's, he's been a great mentor and he's been a great friend. And, um, you know, he just, he showed me the ropes early on in my scouting career. And, and I have a lot of admiration for Jerry and, and, He's also one of the funniest people I know. So, I mean, it's just we've had a great relationship over the years. You and that Jenny, I always thought she was too good for you. <laughs> and now she's got to have you around the house all the time. You think she'll able to stand you? <laughs> well, I hope so. Wow. I mean, it's kind of part of the plan, but, um, you know, I mean, I've been gone for a long time, Sid. You know, I've been on the road for all these years, and I've spent a lot of time away from her, and and, uh, and I'm looking forward to spending more time with her, and hopefully she feels the same way. Well, if we play things right here, there'll be a Murray stake at the end of this conversation. That may help to patch yeah. up the, the relationship. That's yeah, always a good go. starter. Scott, I, ju- I just wanted to say that, you know, I think that your your identification with the Vikings is just it's lasted so long and been so positive. An example of it: we were in Maui a couple of um, well about a month ago and ran into a fellow there. He sells jewelry at a place, and and um, for some reason we started talking. And he was a huge Viking fan, and he talked about the time that that you stopped there and and how. 
how kind you were. I mean, this is just this is not an executive. This is a guy who works at some place, and and he said that you went out of his way, out of your way, to you know, have a conversation with him. And I think maybe he thought I would be surprised, and I said, yeah, that was you were definitely talking to Scott Studwell. But I think that's one nice thing about you've always acquitted yourself so well in the community, and you know we don't get a chance to say thank you and appreciate that. Well, you, you know, I appreciate that, but it's, I mean, it's, I, I try and be a good person all day, every day. And, uh, you know, I'm, I was lucky enough to, to be a professional athlete for 14 years, you know, but that was my job. That was my profession. And, you know, once you got outside the lines, uh, you, you're, you're nothing more than a another human being that's trying to do right by everybody else so yeah it's you know i love people and and uh hopefully they love me back or like me back or whatever the case may be but you know uh and that's another part of of what i would like to continue to do or start basically start over is start giving back to the community here well keep that sense of humor along the way we sure appreciate it Okay, Maxie, I will. I I promise. Oh, I know you, known you forever. Um, I just bug you, bug you every time I come over to that Viking thing, and will really miss you. And for being on the show, I want you. I'll send a, a murder certificate to the Viking complex, and he thank you. I, I love I, you. I think I know you as well as anybody. I love you too, Sid. You're 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 one of the best, and always have been, and always will be. And I appreciate you having me on. All right, that's Scott Studwell. Good final words. We'll take a break here. Come back, talk more sports. You're listening to Sports Huddle with Sid, Dave, and Mike. Uh, we're going to do a very short segment here to get back on the clock. Went a little bit long on both of those interviews. I had a text message. I don't know the answer to this one. I did not see this. Somebody said, "Why was Rodney Smith listed as draftable on the CBS Sports?" Uh, coverage. Uh, I, I, you know, he's coming. As far as I know, he's coming back for the Gophers, and I never, I, I was totally well, unaware of that if that happened. Yeah, a, I, unless there's another Rodney Smith, which yeah, is a possibility, a common name. But uh, B, I don't know. Can can you be if, if you've completed enough, or can you be draft eligible? Just well, he certainly would be. I mean, he's going to get mean, a sixth I mean, whether, year. Whether you, you declare yourself for the draft or yeah. not, I don't but know. I'd seen no discussion of that, and I thought maybe I'd missed it, but it sounds like you guys didn't either. All right, we've got a couple of things coming up. We've got an interview uh, with Rick Dennison, a new Viking coach, and we probably are going to get you involved. Uh, so uh, we'll come out. We'll do the Rick Dennison interview, uh, and I'm going to give the phone numbers here if you want to hold a while. 651-989-9226. Take a break here. Come back after that. Sports Huddle. Sid, Dave, and Mike. Welcome back. Not many schools in the country have two players drafted from the same high school. It happened yesterday for Eden Prairie. We bring in the head coach, Mike Grant. But, Mike, before we get to that, the important stuff, I got a call this week from a gentleman in Fergus Falls, left me a voicemail, and he said he had not heard if there was going to be a Bud Grant garage sale this spring. Do we have any official word on that yet? The official word by the president of that yeah. organization is it will be in June, early June. June. Not ah. yes. It's well, back, and it'll be in early June. Okay. Do we have the breaking news sounder? Yeah. <laughs> so a little Good, different yeah. time frame for people sitting there. And Sid Hartman wants to know if he can throw a few of his items in and man a table at it. He's, he said he's got a few things he'd like to move. Well, and as you know my dad, it's <laughs> on in June unless it's not. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it could change if uh, hey, Mike, some fishing trip comes think, up. Uh, that could change. Okay, go ahead. All right, Sid. go ahead now, Sid. Mike go was on. still talking. Go ahead. Talk about the Sioux guys, their career. They were they, they did they played with you. They were both walk-ons, and now they're drafted pretty good by uh, Cashman by the Jets, and uh, what's the other kid? Connolly. Connolly by the Giants. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Eden Prairie football is excited to have those two kids, and well, they're not kids anymore, I guess. Um, but they really represent, I really think, what uh, what Eden Prairie football is about. They were really good high school football players, multi-sport athletes um, who, you know, I think trained for a lot of different things. And then when, when they got to their senior year of high school, they realized, well, maybe football is the deal. And, and uh, so they had an opportunity to play at lower levels, at you know, different colleges, but they both had real confidence in themselves. They're really, like I said, outstanding young men. As good a players as they are, they're better people. And and uh, I tried to convince, you know, schools that, you know, these guys, these guys will play for you. And uh, Wisconsin went on Conley, and and the youth stepped up and took Cashman, and and they just have a tremendous work ethic. Uh, they're just great young men, but they're really quality athletes with that are really smart kids who just. You know, what I always say to people is we need guys to make plays. We don't need the fastest, the strongest. And these two guys made plays in high school and college. Conley's brother was a great player for you, too, there on your prep bowl teams. Did, did he walk on somewhere? Who's that, Conley's? Yeah, his brother. Yeah, you know, he walked on at Iowa and got a really, really bad hamstring injury. Uh, that You know, one of those bad ones that just kind of crippled him up for a year or two, and he finally just stopped playing. Um, but, uh, he wasn't as big. Ryan was a big physical kid and was a great quarterback for us. Uh, I have no doubt he would have started for Wisconsin at quarterback if they had left him there when he got there, but he was so good on special teams. He, and when they got there, they, they kept him at special teams. And then he, you know, obviously trained to be a linebacker and got to be 240 some pounds, but he could have been a 215, 20 pound quarterback and would have started for him. I have no doubt. Mike, you brought up the quarterback position. Well, one of your quarterbacks is now a freshman at the University of Minnesota. Tell us a little bit about him. About Cole Kramer? Yeah, about Cole. Yeah, Cole is uh, another kid that's a very good athlete, great family, great, a really smart player. Uh, You know, we were fortunate. You know, he brought us to three straight prep bowls. Um, He really, he's going to be a really, really good player in their system. He's got a really strong arm. He's an accurate kid. Now, they've obviously got two good, you know, quarterbacks coming back. So he's going to have to battle in there, and he may have to, you know, run scout team for a year or so, but there's no doubt in my mind he's going to play for Minnesota. How about that kid on the Gopher staff that came up from Florida or someplace like that? He had a very high Benny Sapp. Yeah, Benny. Well, Benny's over at the U. I think he had a really good spring for him. Uh, you know, he only played two games for us. He walked in uh, – I didn't have any idea he was coming. One day, this kid walks in, and his dad uh, walks in and, and said, well, you know, we moved here. And and uh, I said, well, you look like a player, you know. And then I found out his knee had had a knee surgery, so he had to sit a whole year. And then he played two games and, and hurt his knee again for, you know, with us. So really inexperienced as a player, but outstanding as an athlete. Great family again. Benny and Sapp, his dad, played for the Vikings. And uh, great family, and, uh, you know, I have no doubt he's going to play and probably play this year some. 
Do you, do you remember Winfield Jr. when he was in youth at Eden Prairie, or was he too young to even be on your radar then? No, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> uh, because he was here, and I don't know if you remember the whole deal. Was his dad going to come back or not come right, back? Right, yeah. You know, and he was a freshman and play, actually played one of the two freshmen that have ever played for us on the varsity. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he was in a few games late in the year and just a talented, talented kid um, and great kid. I mean, couldn't have been a nicer kid. So we consider him part of Eden Prairie, but. I remember the last day he walked out, and I said, you know, I said, I'm going to cry because, you know, the last day of school he was moving down to Houston. And, and uh, I know at the time he didn't want to go, but he had a great career down there. And, you know, it, we still consider uh, Eden Prairie a little bit a part of him. It's a great story, Mike. I had no idea he'd actually played a little bit for you, Sid. Yeah. Hey, hold on. I want to send you a murder certificate. We need to get your address. Our genius. All right. Sid, you should have that by now. Well, you, could, you probably see some, a relative of mine you could give it to. Let me also. ask, you, <laughs> let me Thanks, ask you one more thing. How many guys do you have in college right now uh, that played for you at Eden Prairie? A lot of them? Well, I mean, when you say college, you, if you mean Division One college, you know, that's one thing. But we also have a lot of kids that, you know, that play at, you know, St. Thomas and St. John's and, you know, you name it, and, you know, we've got a really good center out at North Dakota State. We think he'll get some playing time. So we've got a lot of kids playing, but like everybody, you know, I'm a D3 guy. I mean, I'm a Gallardi disciple and a St. John's, uh, you know, fan, and, and, you know, all these kids get an opportunity to play at some level. And So we've got a lot of kids out there, you know, probably 10 or 12 or 15, but that's no different than, you know, any of the schools that, you know, the top schools that produce great kids. Very good, Mike. You're going to coach again, aren't you? Unless the athletic slide fires me. He slides <laughs> that one in at the end, doesn't he, in case there's a scoop to be had? Yeah. He, Sid, the day I decide I'm gone, you'll be the first person I call. Okay. Let me know that the meeting goes with the AD. <laughs> yeah, I'll, let, you know, I'll talk to the AD. I think they want me back, so uh, I plan on being back. we got a great group of kids, the nicest kids in the world, and they make every day for me a great day, so yeah, I'll be back. And Mike, thanks again for that scoop on the garage sale. We've got a lot of our yeah, listeners yeah, yeah. who are hanging on for that. I don't have the exact date, but it might be around turkey hunting or a fishing trip. So, <laughs> we'll make note of it. Thanks so much. That's All Mike right, Grant. I've known this since he was born. All right. Thank well, you very much. Uh, we'll be back yeah. with your phone calls uh, right after this for our final segment, Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. And now the end is near, and so I face... All right, we'll get to your phone calls in just a second. Sid, uh, about an hour from now, I'm going to sit down and take in Hello, Dolly, which I have never seen. How many times have you seen Hello, Dolly? Seven, eight times? Probably ten times. Wow. I got to know Carol Channing. Yes. Really? Uh, I went out with her a couple times. It's getting better uh, since she passed. Go ahead. She was here in this studio. Oh, yeah. And interviewed her here. Sparks flew, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And when the Lakers were in business, I Lakers played in New York. Yep. I go from Madison Square Garden to where she, to where she was singing, and any time she was walking down the aisle, I was there. That's when those stocking well, lines I, I know when we get to that part today, my heart's going to beat a little faster thinking of Sid and Carol Channing. I appreciate it. You, you see – 
One of the greatest shows you ever seen. Yeah, I'm looking find, forward to find it. Find me an empty lap, Sydney. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, with that, let's get to the phone calls. You've been good <laughs> enough to call me on hold. Dave in Bloomington, you were the first. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, hey. Just wanted to uh, just w- – are you there? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know, what, what's with the twins? I mean, I – I, you know, you got the you got the game on in the backyard, you know, on the radio. You're watching them on TV. It feels like they're going to win every game. And I loved Molitor. I just, I, I don't know. I'm confused. I was very skeptical of Valdelli and all these moves they're making and selling in July. The last, you know, few years, it seems like. I, what do you guys attribute this to? And 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 is it truly coaching? Well, playing Baltimore helps. There's no question yeah, uh, about that. But their lineup, they have put together their acquisition of free agents to fit in with the guys who have come back. They've got one of the most feared lineups in baseball. One through nine, they can hurt you. They've proven it. They're, they are, once again, a fun team to watch. Pretty decent starting pitching, questionable relief. Yeah, and I tell you, even when they played Houston, even they lost two out of three, fun games to watch. Because you were seeing the top of the American League, and the Twins were seeing what the standard is, and they got a pretty good idea. They're right there in that mix, you know, but they were able to – those are fun games games because they're competitive let's go to line two next looks like another twins caller skip in minneapolis go ahead skip yeah uh, uh good morning uh question what's the situation with cave i know they sent him down are they going to bring him back yeah he's up today and uh, defensive play of the last couple of days in the early they take kind of a nonchalant attitude there's a lot of drop balls and they're, they're playing houston or somebody good the runs that baltimore scored would have come back and haunted them i'll hang up and listen thanks Boy, the defense, I think the defense overall has been good. There have been a couple, I think nonchalant's not a bad thing to say about it, but I think overall the defense has, has been really solid. Crone has been a big surprise at first. Gonzalez has got a rocket arm. Go back to last Sunday when Rosario saved him a run, which was oh, a tying run left field. Two plays he's run. made. Yeah, he's playing well in the outfield. Uh, uh, from time to time, this cold weather will get you a little bit. But I mean, it was Houston that really the other day they, they, they when the Twins beat them, they screwed up about three different plays. So it's not just the tw- Twins. Every once in a while that happens. Yeah, this time of year it's, it gets cold. It's a little different kind of baseball. Time for one more call. Let's try Jerry. Thirty seconds here, Jerry and Hopkins. Go ahead, Jerry. I said, I'm so proud of you, NFL draft lobby or something else. You're my hero. But yeah, I was going to tell you about Twins organization for youth baseball is great. Instead of having these kids play video games, how about play a game of catch with them, you know, and uh, Mike Max would be doing that. We're all trying, man. Yeah. We're trying everything we can. But when you realize, yeah. when you're a father, you realize the competition isn't other sports. It's that video game. It's it's really but tough. I got, yeah, and I got, I'm a four-year veteran and my hero catcher. You know something? The uh, pitchers make catchers. Pitchers make catchers. Jerry, we're out of time. We appreciate Earl Batty. Earl Batty. Earl Batty. One one of our favorites. All right. Appreciate uh, your comments and appreciate your calls. I wish we had a chance to get to more. I want to thank our guests today, Dave St. Peter, Brian Lawton, C.J. Crone. C.J. Crone's a good guest. We're going to have him on again. Uh, Rick Spielman, P.J. Fleck, uh, Thad Levine, Garrett Bradbury, Scott Studwell, Rick Dennison, Mike Grant. We appreciate your tests, your calls. Put you on again next week. You did so well. Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.